Greetings and welcome back to the Daring Poppy channel, everyone. This is a tall poppy chiming back in for a wee update. I am very excited at the moment, obviously. I feel like I'm riding the crest of a wave with this new announcement of King John III. It feels like the cavalry are about to arrive. I would really like to keep devoting this podcast and probably the next one to a little bit more background information about what's been happening in Aotearoa. It's, it feels like there's more important information to cover right now than File 13. That will just keep culminating away in the background in the meantime. Okay, so hopefully listeners are beginning to feel the the excitement of, of what's unfolding on the planet. I'm just going to trust that everyone is doing their own investigating and um, spreading the word. As Greg has said, it's going to take digital nights and um, maybe digital priestesses as well. We could throw that one into the equation to, to spread the word. Uh, we're not going to be right, relying on mainstream media for this information that's for sure not at the moment anyway I've got to retract a couple of announcements I made I got mixed up with my I call it a trilogy of um, the women's movement in New Zealand saluting women's suffrage was episode 10 14 was hollow woman and 15 one for the road so I beg your pardon I've been calling I think I was calling episode 14 uh, feminism, yeah, that was um, feminism on steroids. That, that one slipped in before Hollow Woman. It's extremely relevant. Um, even this will round into that a little bit because the feminist movement has been steered by the Rockefeller Foundation and if people have been doing a little bit of homework, you will see that that reeks of truth when you look at the Ms. magazine. Um, that editorial is, is just oozing the desensitisation of our children and womanhood. Okay, so that's that, just that little bit there. So it's lovely to listen to those three on the trot. Episode 10, 14 and 15 gives you a really good feel for the mission on this channel, which is about protecting children and, um, and our precious Mother Earth. In episode 8, I overlooked mentioning Mr. MBB333. He's a super American man. He's very charismatic and passionate about just presenting images, time-lapse footage, from various people around the world who are picking up different weather anomalies, cloud formations. Um, yeah, so he, he's a very amazing go-to man. Um, he's got a great following. And as I say, he, he is really revealing. It helps us to join the dots about what's really happening around the world with the change of atmosphere and um, climatic conditions. So... Um, please 
take the time to go in and have a little closer look there. He's, I use him as a, day, a daily sort of go-to person. I find that that information is, a, is a, a huge link to understanding what we're all going through at the moment. And having appreciation for, for fellow folk around the world who are look, you know, just looking up and paying a bit more attention than, than the masses. Um, oh, and a big pardon also the unicorn that got knocked off Buckingham Palace gates was on the 1st of April, October 2019, not the 2nd, as I reported previously. Um, also in episode, the last episode, um, I, yes, I slipped in a BBC 1993 um, little documentary about Rupert Sheldrake. And that is that really supports what I'm sharing with everyone about what happened to Gal Galileo about the suppression of of scientific discovery and just bear with me while I'm just revisiting. Yeah, so please, please, um, if you haven't already, it's a really wonderful supportive documentary to to help hold the space with what we're we're trying to establish here. On this channel and thank you Anna as well my little friend who who directed that my way it felt like a gift to to be able to really clarify with um, a very a professional man who who's a good soul and was a real insight into the heresy that's running rampant on the planet at the moment um, and also, okay, um, once again, Tanya Gabriel was another link I put in. She is a wonderful astrologer that I will be sharing a lot more to do with, with her um, astrological forecasts. That particular one on the last episode was to do with 1313, and that, that was a treasure trove of Round, rounding a whole lot of different aspect, aspects and angles of astrology together. Um, so that'll help lead into our file 13 when we finally get there. Um, Bill Smith, I've got to mention, well, he was someone actually, I, I put his links in um, as an afterthought. I've been holding off on sharing Bill Smith's his wisdom and his great investigative work. He would be one of the, pe the people on the planet that I, high, I hold in the highest regard as a journalist, a citizen journalist that is, has got an, a very skilled approach to investigating his work. And so if you haven't noticed already, um, I put up th three of his videos. One was called A Dingo Ate My Baby, which is a direct draws a direct parallel to the Out of Shadows documentary because in that doc doco Marina Abramovich was talked about. She's the head honcho on the planet for um, the occult, this um, spirit cooking occult. 
and she was in Ears Rock right when baby Azaria went missing. So that was an, an incredible find of bills to, to discover that. Um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I've had my eye on her for a while. She is a, where have I written it? Her title. She's a Supreme Justice of um, the USA Courts. And it's very disturbing to discover that in 1993 she has a testimony, which I'll actually be, I'll, I'll put the paperwork in today as a link, to show that she's pushing for lowering the age of consent back down to 12. So if folks remember, um, 1893, that was the year that New Zealand women gained the vote and one of their key issues back then was to raise the age of consent from 12 and a hundred years later we have the supposed um, oh, a judge a supreme court judge wanting to lower the age to back down to 12 so I'll leave that with you folks to get a feel for what um, agenda she may have up her sleeve. And, oh, the third one of Bill Smith's that I was um, loading in froze part way through, so I didn't get to put the link in, but that was to do with gun control in New Zealand and Jacinda Ardern. So please go on to Bill Smith's his, um, YouTube site and have a look at that directly if you like highly recommend you do. Alrighty, so I think that's, a, oh, oh yes, also in the last episode, Google Books, I put a link there for The Conspiracy Fraud by Jose M. Paulino, and that's a very interesting read. I know the link didn't work, but please follow up yourself, go on to Google Books, and have a look at the history of the women's liberation movement and without a doubt you'll find that they have a handler the Rockefeller Foundation <laughs> fancy that so right well I'm feeling extremely excited at the moment as I've just said a lot of my hard work feels like it's going to pay off in dividends even more then um, I, I was totally aware that there's a great awakening happening around the world, but now we have a a new a new um, a new king on the throne of England. So he's got a he's been keeping obviously a close eye on what's happening here in New Zealand, and we are all, all going to feel the ripple effect of of. Um, a lot of the transgressions, of the political transgressions being um, sorted out, coming out into the light, as I say. So we'll look forward to that. The next podcast after this one will follow on with the theme of this one. Uh, I'm, it's all about children for me. Um, once again actually thanks to my lovely son Carson um, a friend of his over in Tauranga sent him a clip of a news clip of 
John Campbell interviewing Lady Moxham last July 2019 with some very disturbing information about what's happening with young Māori children, women, their babies in this country. So I will pick up with that in the next episode, but I feel like this one's going to set the scene a little bit for just drawing some conclusions about why we've got to this, this, this abhorrent state that we have where our children are being, I feel like they're being farmed. Um, there are pedophile rings alive and well around the world and our little babies have become a, a commodity. So this podcast, I'd just like to reflect back to when I became a mother in 1990. I was really troubled. By 1991, we had a, a a children's hospital called Starship Hospital for any international listeners. Um, I'll add those little extra details in. Obviously, New Zealanders will be aware of, if you please, Starship, playing on the um, nature of the universe there with a, a children that's dedicated to, sorry, a hospital that's dedicated to sick children. So... I went online to try and find out when they started building that hospital and I haven't been able to come up with anything. But anyway, it opened on the 18th of November, 1991. Um, it wasn't long after that that a Ronald McDonald house opened up as a food chain um, within that hospital. And I'll just round off there. By 2005... Um, the Golden Arches slipped out of the hospital. I think they realised it wasn't such a good idea after all to have a, a fast food chain in a, in a children's hospital. I find it really troubling that back then, 30 years ago, what, what did our government know that we didn't know about children's health? Well, we're finding out that... Um, ill health is big business. Um, I watched children starting to contract very um, diseases and conditions that you would say older people suffered from, leukaemia, for example, um, diabetes, um, arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, all these, these diseases that you would expect you wouldn't you wouldn't be in for until you were, you know, way, way down the track of life. But anyway, children have ended up being very sick in this country and I always raised my eyebrows back then thinking, what on earth are we needing a dedicated, a dedicated hospital for in Aotearoa? It didn't seem right to me, um, but now... We're becoming very aware it was all about big business. So I want to talk about Walt Disney, Disney movies. There's been, I didn't realise this back then, but some very clever people who have paid attention and gone back through all the Walt Disney archives have shown that there's been sexual subliminal messages all through Walt Disney's artwork, 
and they've been signalling about where this was all leading. Um, it's to do with the sexualisation of our children, um, with the merchandising. We know that advertising agencies and marketeers. It was about developing a um, consumer market, and that that was all based around loyalty beyond reason. I know that because I followed a book called Love Marks written by, oh gosh, what's his name? Oh, it's slipping my mind at the moment, but anyway, horrible, horrible stuff. It's, it's just the attitude, loyalty beyond reason is just, it's about just have it because you can. Um, and that's the predatory force that's pervaded. That, that was, I think, um, that gentleman was here promoting that book in New Zealand. I got a New Zealand listener article, and that was in 2007, around the time Helen Clark was in power. Okay, so it's about desensitisation, people, and I've said it before, change can creep up on us so slowly that we don't recognise it. And... I'm looking around the world right now at the behaviour of youth, youth culture. And I know that's a broad, it's a bit of a broad stroke. I'm just going to lump our youth. I'm not going to put it into a, an age bracket. But I am extremely concerned about the fact that New Zealanders, our youth culture, are into being copycats. They're copying the attitudes and... I just look on it as um, actually cultural derangement. Um, our youth are looking up to the American pop culture particularly. Um, I will draw a parallel just at this point. Okay, when these movies started to come out, these Disney movies, and then it evolved on to our PlayStation games and things like that. Children are most affected through visual imagery. So of our five senses, taste, smell, touch, and hearing, sight is the most powerful. And when a little person, let's just say a, a three or four, five-year-old, they're seeing a picture of a, you know, they're watching something that's maybe got a wild animal in it. Children can't differentiate between what's real and what's not. They go into an adrenal state, an adult would, but a child who can't actually intellectualise that what they're seeing on a screen isn't real they go into an adrenal state. And the thing about adrenaline is that that actually we resort to the, the rear lobes in our brain when we are uh, moving into survival mode, and that's called a fight or flight mode. So little people were not designed to be in survival mode because the way that our creator was designed us as that children would actually be protected they wouldn't be in a situation where 
they would have to protect themselves. They've got they've got a mum and a dad and whoever else to to um, either censor or um, keep any threats at bay. So that threat snuck in through movies, and then it evolved on obviously to the the types of entertainment that we have now, which is you know totally totally engrossed in a, in a battle in a war a war zone so if these little people began with um, using the adrenaline at a very young age when it wasn't it's actually adverse for a little person to produce adrenaline the thing about adrenaline is it should be used up you should actually move once you've got adrenaline it's, it's there to get you to get you either fighting or running so I don't know where that's led with our children having side effects from adrenaline that has been um, activated within the body that doesn't get used, but I'm sure there's, a, there's people researching that out there, but it's, it's just a point worth mentioning. Okay, so... This sort of rounds off. Okay, so I'll, I'll leave that there just for paint a little bit of a picture about the last 30 years, what's been going on with not enough um, parental guidance, protection. Um, remember, it's a pay-to-play cult. A lot of parents found it quite convenient, obviously, to let their children be exposed to these mediums, trusted that they wouldn't be available if they weren't okay. Um, big mistake. Um, I'd like to now draw that parallel to what I'm witnessing in America. We are seeing a very deranged culture of young people. Now, these are the people that we need to pass a baton on to to, to lead the way into, into the future. And I'd just like to share something that really bothered me. Back when Donald Trump came into power back in 2016, rolling on into 2000, early 2017 when, when Donald Trump got inaugurated. And believe me, I followed this very closely. I, I had no idea about a lot about American politics, but I think you can tell a lot by the way that people behave culturally. Well, let me share with you that within American universities, the, the what they call the, um, what was called a liberal meltdown, the liberal, the youth that were at these universities, they needed to have um, these comfort rooms set up and they were, it was for a cry-in, in, in adverted commas, a cry-in. And in these rooms, these young adults needed colouring books, colouring in books, hot chocolate, therapy dogs, and Play-Doh to help comfort them and process the shock of what was happening in their country. Well, quite frankly, that put me into shock. I mean, these are the people that we are supposed to be um, putting our faith in. 
that are going to lead, lead us all forward culturally. I mean, where do we go from here? And as I say, I'm seeing a lot of copycat behaviour within New Zealand. Um, everyone's hung their hat on this um, liberal meltdown, and I'm I'm shocked. I, I actually have invented a new little saying for poppies um, in New Zealand. Our um, copycat mentality. I, I just look on it as nothing as poppy derangement syndrome. It's a narrow world view. It's immature and it's extremely irresponsible. And it's not just our youth in this country that are behaving like that. It's that you know the older generations as well. So there's a big sort out time coming. But I guess this is a bit like a warning shot um, right now because. Everyone will be shocked when they find out the truth of what's really been happening. And and being in a in a mentally, as I, I mentioned before in one of my podcasts, being in a an emotionally and mentally impaired state is not not um, a good position to be in right now. So, as always, I'm just hoping what I'm sharing here will inspire people to, if you haven't thought outside the square about some of these these political issues we're all in a life draft situation right now that's the way I see it and when you're in a life raft you don't want unstable unpredictable people upsetting the boat because that will put everyone at jeopardy so let's pull our socks up time and get our hands dirty and let's just get get doing some very um, critical thinking and yeah just getting on with with being a little bit more realistic about what's happening in the world um, Mark Twain um, a great American writer back in the early 20th century wrote one of his famous quotes was it's easier to fool people than to tell them they've been fooled. And I would say that there's never been a more accurate quote for this moment in time. People want to hold on to their, their beliefs um, and as misguided as they might be, people just want to hold on to those. So it's my hope that there's still a, a light of, of um, rationale in there that can be triggered through bit more um, critiquing and and analysis of what really is happening particularly in our country this is in our back door now in our backyard and it ain't going away okay just bear with me while I get back to my notes All right, folks, well, I better round off because it is actually up to 27 minutes already. Um, the next podcast, as I say, will lead straight in. I'm sorry I didn't get to post the one-on-one -on -one interview with Stan um, from Bodhisattva Love, um, that YouTube site. Bodhisattva means infinite love and compassion. So, Stan, um, thank you very much for the great work that you're doing, brother. And it's the interview with Greg, the King of UK. Um, Greg is actually calling out our female Prime Minister, 
um, Jacinda Ardern in that particular interview, so pay attention to that because this is going to be world headlines very shortly. Um, and sadly, what it will all back, link back in with, which is something else that Greg is well, he will be exposing because he's very well aware of the fact that we have a very um, active paedophile ring in this country and it involves our politicians. Um, I'll be putting up a the John Campbell interview. We'll, that will go hand in hand with with um, what Greg is saying, King John the Third about New Zealand. And um, yeah, we'll just see what what unfolds as, as with each new day from here on in. Um, Alright, I think I'm about out of time, but that's okay. I was going to mention what links will be in today's today's podcast. I've got Pink Floyd, Comfortably Numb, um, Rebel News. That is some great information there about what happened with Trump's inauguration back in 2017. I've popped in... Um, some information about some of the children's movies that are being interfered with, um, with the subliminals. That's come from Enter the Stars Reloaded. Anyway, I'd better go. I'm just about out of time. This is uh, Tall Poppy signing off for now. <laughs>